Dude, I was just I just went on a walk actually. I was listening to Lord of the Rings audiobook. It's awesome. It's nice. Great. When he oh man uh, gets to Rivendell for the first time. Um they had come from Hilltop. He got he got stabbed. By the and witch it's king. Glorfin, it's Glorfindel that Glorfindel. is with them. Incredible. He's, he's the ball he's baller, but he's it's so also, amazing. Yeah, it's in the movies it's um what's your name? It's Arwen. Arwen. And then yeah. it's Glorfindel's there and he helps but it's actually Elrond and Gandalf who summon the horse waves to That's save right. him from Rivendell. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's pretty cool. Gandalf is like, I feared I may have put too much in there. And Frodo's like, I thought I was going to drown with my enemies and my friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Gandalf adds the horses, right? Isn't that what he Right, does? he adds yeah. the horses. Yep, it's awesome. Yeah. It's really cool. It's so good. It's so good. Yeah. And like just the way he describes like the um the race the ring race like coming from the forest and like the two coming up and trying to cut off and the ford yeah. and stuff and then frodo like his bit whispering holding the sword and he's like in the name of luthien blah 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 you know and then the ring race are like we're taking you back to mordor like it's <laughs> it's pretty it's a pretty awesome scene it's the end of book one in the whole thing it's like the very end of book one. Oh, is it oh is it but is, this yeah. is um there's six books, right? Yeah, there's six books. Yep. Okay. And yeah, um, yeah. and then he wakes up, and then he's meeting Gandalf and Rivendell, and he's telling him he was captive. And Frodo's like, "Who? How did you get captive?" And Gandalf is like, "There are some that are stronger than me, and then there are some in this world I haven't, I have yet to be tested against." It's just, it's so good, man. <laughs> oh man, you got when you so get to the Council good. of Elrond. The Council of oh, Elrond yeah. is one of my favorite chapters. And oh, um, nice. When you realize the next time you when you hear it, pay attention to the like the different types of speech. And this is this is something I learned uh, like more recently in the last few years, but. Like Elrond speaks in a different way because he's been around for so long that his mm. even his like uh, I guess whatever his the common tongue is like is different for him like the way they speak and so the the dwarves mm. speak differently like everybody sp they're speaking the same language but everybody speaks okay. in a different way it's so good it's so yeah. good uh, yeah, it's incredible it's awesome yeah and Sam Sam is super excited to be around elves <laughs> he loves elves so much and he's like some yeah. of them are terrible and some of them are nice and <laughs> it's, yeah it's so good it's oh, so man. good. That's incredible. Good, good stuff. Yeah. It's it's always good to go back to Lord of the Rings and audio. It's, I know audiobooks are a great way to like also um, change. Yes, it up. especially the the audio version with the guy, the old guy, the old English guy who reads it. I mean, he speaks in Elvish. You know what I mean? It's awesome. Yeah, yeah it's so good. It's so good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and he's he sings the songs. Like he's, he sings he the songs. Oh, the songs are some of my favorite. It's it's fantastic, man. It's you got yeah. Still my favorite book. I mean, all these years later, it's still yeah. my favorite book. It's incredible yeah yeah same here and the audiobook one last thing silmarillion man listen to oh i was thinking the about that especially listen oh, to the, i love the beginning uh, of that when they create the world and the yes. songs and, and the music the instruments yeah 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 so and good. the audiobook has this this soundtrack it starts with, doo, doo, doo. it's so good it's wow so, oh man it's so good you gotta you gotta listen to that's the, awesome the, uh, what are they called I, the calabeth and the like the beginning the creation of the yeah, world i think yeah and, uh, yeah like those first with, parts uh, morgoth and the bad music oh, comes in, and then Goliath and him like leave. Yeah, I, I've read. I've, I think I've read Silmarillion more than I've read Lord of the Rings. Actually, I loved it. I loved wow. it so much. That's incredible. Um, but there's still some I need to go through that I haven't finished. Anyways, we could talk about this for a whole hour. So, um, yeah. welcome. <laughs> yeah, to, so uh... I, I was <laughs> welcome to business podcast where we talk about high fantasy. Uh, yeah. No, I went on a, a walk this morning because my back's been hurting, and um, it was a great 
accompaniment to the walk, you know, so I've been trying to get out in the morning. Mm, um, I was tweeting about this. I had like a MRI and I have like a disc herniation and a disc bulge. So I've been having some back pain in the last two months, but now I know what it is, which is good to know. Um, but it's been pretty bad like in the last month. So even like, you know, I'm sitting in a stool right now. I can't use my, I have like a nice Herman Miller chair, but it doesn't work for me. Mm. Um, so I've been sitting in a stool and standing up and obviously it sucks with work, just wanting to be focused on work and just dial in. And it's like when it flare, like when it gets bad or I have the nerve kind of nerve, like nerve pain that like tingles, um, then it's like very distracting. So that's been something that's kind of a bummer, but I'm hoping there's a silver lining and, you know, I take my mobility seriously, get, I mean, getting morning walks and work doing mobility routines a couple times a day is like, can only be good in the long term. So yeah, um, yeah, that's kind I'm of s- what's been going on with me. Dude, sorry to hear that. Is, is, um, is there like a, how, how do you get better from this? I'm not talking about how do you get back to like where you were and, and lifting, but just like, right. Just to the point where there's no pain and stuff like that. Do you have a the disc the disc bulge your spine your spinal um, vertebrae are like donuts and they have jelly inside that helps yeah. them move and the bulge or the herniation is when the jelly kind of comes out so it's like if you put oh, pressure gosh. in it and it kind of squeezes it out so you want like the the disc to recapture the jelly basically and like they said if you do this and look at most people like many many people will have this and some of them have it and don't have pain other people have pain and they don't have this in the same way so you know, they're not, medicine is weird because they don't know everything perfectly, but you can look at the MRI and see the bulge. So you basically want to just be, have your spine in a neutral position, sleep in a way that doesn't put pressure on that area, sit and stand in a way that doesn't put pressure in the area. Mm -hmm. And then there's some stretching that I'm doing that's like trying to help it recapture basically. So you kind of flex in a certain way on the ground and, you know, um, It's a, it's like a long process, but it, again, I I'm looking at I'm trying to be optimistic and looking at it as like this could have been even worse later in life, and there's a lot of people oh, who yeah. probably have issues, and um, I'd rather just address it now because there's some sure. triggers that have been happening for a long time that caused this. So maybe the oh. way I lean back when I work or the way I sleep on my side and it puts pressure on that part of my spine. So. The, the kind of the, the thing I'm trying to think is like, let's fix the root causes and then it'll help this in the immediate term. But then also later in life, I won't have as many back problems, you know? Yeah. Yeah, totally, man. Oh, dude. And do you have a standing desk? I have a standing desk. Yep. So I've been Good. using it a lot. I mean, sometimes I have yeah. to just stand up because it starts hurting. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that's crucial, man. I, I think my chair was more expensive than my desk, but my desk, I think, is by far the most important yeah. thing for me to be healthy and at work just because i i need to stand and yep like it just changes everything so yep definitely um what was i gonna say anyways yeah so that's been just annoying you know because especially because this is just it's an important time in the business um it's the earliest stage and we're like looking for a product market fit and we want to make sure it's growing in a sustainable way and and then if i have to take a break or i just get distracted i can't focus because of that that's just a bummer so yeah how has this um like that to sort of dive into that and start sort of jumping into the work? How has has this affected your work? I mean, are you? I would say, I, yeah. I mean, it definitely affects it. There's times where I would work maybe at night or you know have to take a break or whatever. Um, I would say like in the last month, month and a half. Um, mostly it's like a travel and stuff that was interfering, but that was tough too. 
And then also just not working out in the morning. I'm very used to working out every morning. And so I don't, it, it's kind of like realizing that also is like a, one of those, um, kind of foundational pieces of the puzzle of the, right. of how the day goes. And yeah. if I work out in the morning, then like the rest of the day goes better. I'm more productive, all that kind of stuff. So yeah. that's, I need to get back to that and figure out how to exercise as best I can in a way that's helpful for the back and doesn't make it worse or doesn't hurt. So, yeah. um, but I miss doing like my CrossFit stuff and the, and the barbell stuff, which yeah. I can't do for a while. You know, are you replacing it with anything else like swimming or just walking or anything? Swimming like that? would be ideal. It's hard to find in Manhattan, like a place, <laughs> but there, there are places. So I, I was actually thinking about that because my physical therapist said the same thing. He, he said, if you could swim, that'd be good. Mm. Walking is really good. So like, I just got back from like a 40 minute walk, 30, 40. Yeah. I mean, I, I live right by the water. So it's awesome. Yeah, um, so beautiful. I'll probably start doing that every morning and then, you know, I can do machines and I think things like dips and pull-ups that involve like hanging and stretching the spine will be good. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, just walking. So yeah. if it's raining out, Walking's I might just so go to the gym and just do a walk. I like doing incline walk, but I can't do that either. Cause basically you, you don't want to be leaning over and putting pressure on the back. If you think about mm. like a deadlift, it's basically yeah. what it is. And that's kind of what what caused the, the the actual like bulge for me but the problem again the root problem is like it's not stable and there's not enough core strength so that the pressure is not being evenly bared through the whole spine all those spine. discs okay. evenly there's like a flexion in one way then you put pressure on it and that's when you get like the bulge or whatever so uh i can't do incline walk but just just regular walking is good stretching mobility i might try like yoga you know i've never done yoga before yeah I always thought it'd be funny, like hot hot yoga. They say too, like hot yoga is good, but like I I would just be the only, just be this tall dude in a class full of like these petite women, and like I sweat. I'm just like naturally run hot, and so oh, yeah. hot yoga. Same here. Man. I would just be a little uncomfortable the first time, but maybe it would be good for me. <laughs> I think the the one and only time I tried that was in in Gainesville. I think I might oh, have wow. gone with Enrique. Do oh, funny. It. and it was awful it was awful oh i can't gosh. do that you know you i just sweat i sweat i think i sweat more than you do and uh yeah it was know, just like impossible. basketball and we'd both be just covered in the sweat <laughs> yeah no way man but yeah no stretches hey, ladies and yoga, so like just sitting it, there in a pool full of sweat <laughs> look man call it whatever you want as long as it keeps you healthy that's that's yeah, important totally part. yeah totally yeah cool man well uh let's get into it uh you want to talk about uh some of what's going on with you I'd, I'd like to ask you about these videos you're doing because i've been really like i've been impressed with them sure thanks man yeah i'm happy to chat about it um yeah let me see update from my side i'm winding down an engagement which came as a surprise a little bit i, don't, I didn't really have mm. a contract with them um it was sort of but we had sort of chatted and i thought i thought it was kind of be end of august or end of august no end of january and uh, mm. this is winding up in the next couple of weeks. So I'm doing now the scramble of like, let me find another client. Um, I'm trying to take it easy because I know I'm, I'm, I'm a stressed out guy about that. We, we've talked about the, this in the podcast. Um, mm -hmm. But I actually feel okay. Like, I'm, you know, it's fine. It's going to be fine. I'm probably going to find something. If I don't find something, well, I'll figure it out. And maybe I'll have that fire burning under me to, <laughs> to create courses more quickly or whatever. And right. so, um, you know, it's been a day. And I already right. like tweeted it out and reached out on LinkedIn right. and reached out to a few people in e via email and Slack group. So hopefully something will come out over the next couple of weeks. Um, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm trying not to be too worried about it. That was my, yeah. that was old Herman who, uh, yeah. so, uh, so, Let you know, the fear drive you and you're yeah, trying yeah. to 
yeah calm and that down. so and i'm trying to you know like okay what if like it takes i have a few weeks in between engagements or something that's totally fine i'm actually going to use that because i'm right. trying to uh create courses um right and things like that so yeah end of january is not as bad as end of august like if you did think this was like a six month thing yeah and it came as a surprise so it's i guess it's only a few weeks earlier but i know the feeling man i know the feeling of that it just sucks because you the, the time and effort you spend on finding a new client feels wasted. kind of like wasted time. Yeah, you know? exactly. That's the biggest issue. It just feels like, wait, yep. it's like, oh, I have to divert all my attention. It's like I'm yes. driving full speed one direction. All of a sudden, I got to turn around and be like, okay, well, I got to go do this right. other thing that takes time right. and uh, find a good engagement, you know, and even then ramping up into projects and ramping right. up into projects is like, it can be stressful because I want to make sure. I hit the ground running and you know there's right. all, all these things so but it's fine it's part of the it's part of the job so i'm okay with it um but you know that sort of the thing that i am excited about that that i'm doing is these videos that you talked about also yeah. wrote a blog post oh made it to the front yeah. page of hacker news which by i the way, saw was, that man uh which we should talk about that because i have some thoughts on that um okay but yeah uh you know, I'm, I'm trying to create content. Uh, I know last time we talked, which was last year. Um, <laughs> Happy New Year. Happy, <laughs> Happy New Year, bud. <laughs> um, yeah, last time we talked, we talked about maybe trying to do not necessarily goals, but um, yeah, maybe it was goals. Like I am trying to release at least one short video a week. These kind of tips. Um, mm -hmm. I did two this week. I just put, put another one out. Uh, which is because I just wanted to. I have another one ready for next week. Um, wow. And uh, I'm trying to write a little bit more. I wanted to get a blog post out this week, but I didn't. I got one out last week. I think it was last week. Yep. The 30th. Uh, December and, uh, 30th. And that's what and that's what went to Hacker News? Yeah. Yeah. So let's Very talk about cool, the videos man. in a second and let's chat about... Do you want to chat about the Hacker News? Yeah, thing? absolutely. Yeah. Yep. So, so I never put my... I don't really read Hacker News. I get the Hacker Newsletter, which, by the way, I recommend. It's phenomenal. Um, okay. Um, it's I like don't know a, about that one. Yeah, it's great. It comes every Friday, I think. And it has, like, you know, just stuff from Hacker News. Um, but I don't usually go to the website. Um, and I never post my posts on there, which may or may not be a good thing. But um, someone reached out to me and said, hey, congrats on <laughs> your... I see your blog post is on the front page. And I said, oh, like someone I knew um yep and so i went and looked at it and sure enough there was uh wow. the interesting thing is so let's see i got i think within the first three hours i think i had like maybe six thousand views and then over the course of that time i think hacker news brought in like maybe nine thousand or ten thousand views to my website to that blog post mm -hmm. um which was awesome but the mm -hmm. interesting thing is it led to I don't have a great funnel or anything like that, but it did not lead to right. a single sale of my course or anything mm -hmm. like that, right? So it's um it's very different. What about from email like, sign up because you have a footer where people can sign up for your newsletter. Yeah, I actually haven't checked that. <laughs> I haven't checked that. Uh, <laughs> it did it did lead to that video because in the blog post I included the same the like little video that I had made that was related yep. to that. Yep. And that got the most views out of any of my little videos so far in YouTube. Yep. Because it was it yep. was embedded, right? Uh, so yeah. that was interesting. Uh, and I did get some signups to my YouTube channel. So like. Wow. 1.8 thousand views on your YouTube video. This is great. Oh, there you go. See, I didn't know that. That's fantastic. <laughs> um, 
And so, yeah, I think Hacker News, because it's not, it's like people from all kinds of programming languages are looking at this, right? So it's it's really cold leads, if that makes sense. It's really cold entries, um, which yes. can then, you know, transform and stuff. And again, I don't have like a funnel per se. I don't have like that. That's the thing is, is like, it's possible. It's hard to attribute whether it's uh, the folks coming in are not the right people to be buying your course or the funnel because... I mean, you do have like a newsletter sign up. I'd be interested to see how many people signed up for the newsletter. Can you pull it up? Yeah, 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 for sure. Because that um, is the only, that's the only thing you can really do here after you read like it. A, unless you only... happen to look in the footer and see right. testing live view and click on it, you know, but yeah. that's not. Um, the call to action isn't, right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, oh, let's see. So that day I got, this is December 30th, four new subscribers. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, December 31st, one new subscriber. Okay. So I would attribute those. And there's two new subscribers later. Mm -hmm. But I would I would say like maybe five new subscribers. Which is, mm -hmm. they, yeah, I guess that mm -hmm. some people subscribed. Yep. That's pretty cool. Um, which yeah. uh, reminds me, I should send out that newsletter today. I, I'm trying to I'm yeah. trying to email more. Like even if I don't write a blog post a week, at least I want to send out something to the newsletter. Right. Because um, that's really valuable, I think. Um, yeah, man. Um me and Ryan have been talking a lot about this sort of thing with the funnels and uh, it, it sometimes feels like uh, it's easy to be like moving an inch in every direction. Um, yeah. Make sure I tweet, make sure I publish a video, make sure I um, send an email out to build UI people. Uh, and it's like, I wonder if, I think going back, especially to when we started Ember Map, it would have been better to focus on one channel Focus on one channel for sure. And not yes. add anything until you're consistent there. So if, in our case, would have been YouTube. Um, yeah. So I think with this stuff, the real power comes from, you know, having like the funnel and then blogging every week. And like that way, when you get the influx, you know, the funnel is kind of like there. I mean, it's kind of crass to talk about a funnel. I think some people think, but the reality is it's it's it's, it's real if you just <laughs> know. if you I know you know if you but if you put yourself in the shoes of discovering somebody new you know what what do you do when you see an insightful tweet and then you click to their bio like there's yeah. a lot of people tweeting insightful things and it's easy to just keep going but if there is a light touch point that can move you one step down you know that makes it really easy um, to keep up with them, even if it's following them on Twitter, right? So like following on Twitter or subscribing to someone on YouTube, if people spend a lot of time on YouTube is probably the best, like next step to them mm -hmm. seeing something from you or hearing something. Think about it. You hear someone, I hear someone new in a podcast I like, and they mention how they can find them on the internet or whatever. It's usually Twitter and I go and follow them. And then if I mm -hmm. like what they have to say, it's building that up. So it's yeah. just, it's, it does not come naturally to me. I think it's like the hardest part of all this. Um, yeah, so for sure. I don't necessarily think the conclusion here is like Hacker News is not a good way to get people who could benefit no. from your products you're selling. I think it's, it's yeah. a bigger part of the picture, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I agree with that. I don't think it's necessarily that. I just I just find it interesting, the, dis the distinction or the difference between really cold yeah. leads and really warm yes. leads, right? Like yes. you tweet something or you put it on something that's very elixir focused and you get a lot more, like even though there's few yeah. visitors, you get a yep. lot more engagement out of it. 
yeah of engagement so and maybe conversions to something yeah like email sign up exactly right 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 mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. but yeah a lot of these things are i read a book called the positioning manual for indie consultants mm, uh, that sounds very that's a very good title yeah, yeah. And it was short and good. Uh, I really liked it. But it talks a lot about like visibility and trust, which is what you and I have mm -hmm. talked about before. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, I really liked it. And I can get some more insights from it um, for a future mm -hmm. episode. But, mm -hmm. uh, you know, sort of the like, I like the yeah, I need to build visibility. Like that's just part of that's just part of what, right. I'm, what I'm trying to do. And the interesting thing is, <laughs> these videos, it, you know, I never intended them for them. Like, I, I'm not making them so that I'm visible. Like, I created one and I liked it and people people yeah. seem to engage with it and I was like oh, okay this this is this is something that can engage and yeah. um and the community seems to like people have said like yeah. I, I really like your videos I appreciate it like I've heard those comments yeah. and that's so that's really that's really awesome to to keep doing them so they're yeah. I mean they're great it's fine to be doing something because you want to do it but also having serving a secondary goal of increasing visibility I mean For I sure. do think Twitter likes videos in general the algorithm I guess but also people do it's a nice to have a yeah. short form video when you're in that mode of scrolling and i followed you and been on twitter for years and in the last couple months since you've been doing this i see your face pop up way more so that that's just is a testament to this idea of like staying top of mind and you know putting a higher volume of content out there so that people um see what you're thinking about and uh i think you're doing a great job with it thanks man yeah yeah, yeah. i'm excited um what's your process by the way uh <laughs> for these videos yeah even if it's just there's one step to it i'm just curious because i just i'm i have a hard time with like short form content yeah the idea has been i'm trying not to make them too formal or onerous on yeah. me because i know as soon yeah. as i do that yeah it's gonna kill me right it's, it's gonna... also i think part of the appeal is the authenticity of it, it feels like we're just sitting next to you and programming you know Sweet. Yeah, that's what I want because that's that's how these first came about. The first one I made right. was like, oh, this is a cool thing. Let me share it. Um, right. So I actually created one. So just sort of roundabout way to answer your question, like I created one that wasn't like very natural for me, mm -hmm. and I decided mm -hmm. decided not to post it. It wasn't even like mm -hmm. a. Th I, it was a thing I had learned, but I didn't really use. And I was like, it's this is like not really. I'm not excited about sharing this with people, so I'm not going to even right. share this one. Like these right. other things that do excite me, or that you know I'm interested in learning, or uh, yeah, I you read a blog post, you're genuinely like, oh, that third bullet point is awesome. Like if yeah. I if I was working with you and sitting next to you, you'd be like, yo, check this out. That's yeah, yeah. kind of like how Ryan and I used to talk about sharing things too, um, just to get in the habit of it. If it's something we would mention to each other if we were working in an office together, that's like that's authentic and genuine, you know? Yeah, exactly. And so that's that's the idea. I, I did obviously don't know how long I can do this without, I mean, maybe I will have like really interesting things that happen every week, but maybe yeah. not. So some, some things that I've been doing is also thinking like what might be helpful. So with Phoenix one seven, I know there's a lot of changes with Phoenix one seven and that's why I started creating some of these other, like mm -hmm. uh, the things that are coming up and just to sort of like let people know. And also for me to mm -hmm. test them out, right. This is one thing mm -hmm. I wanted to do is like, these are changes that I haven't seen before. So let me test it out. And once I test it out, I'll just share like, Oh, look, I just, you know, this is how this new thing from Phoenix is that's coming up yep. is, is, is going to be. Um, so really, I, I guess it, the process isn't, I don't have a ton of process in terms of like, um, finding ideas, 
Like right. most of the things come to me during the week and I, I have a, as with blog posts and any other thing, I right. tend to have like a, 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 a list. Yeah. A list of like, oh, this could be a good tip. So I just write it down and, you know, leave it for later. Um, and then when it comes time, I just record it. I try to make it short. I try to make it again, sort of off the cuff, more yep. natural. Like the idea is that this is not something that's super time consuming for me. Um, do you run through it or prep it at all? Or do you just turn the camera on? Um, I sometimes have to do it two or three takes if I miss right. it, but then I'll just delete those and then I'll right. go and back and do it. And they're two or three minutes, so it's not a big deal. Exactly, exactly. Because I, I, this is this is mm -hmm. the thing with courses, right? You record a two-hour thing and you got to trim it down. Yeah. And it's like a nightmare. Yeah. It's a total nightmare. No, this is it's meant to be short. It's meant to be off the cuff. Yeah. I do try to like trim off things that are. If I make typos and stuff, I'm like people don't want to see me like delete, you know, type the wrong right. word again. So I just I try to trim those things just for like so that people don't. So I'm not wasting people's time watching like right. me typo things, um, but yeah, that's about it. Yeah. And then I use ScreenFlow, which I've kind of I'm getting more and more accustomed to. I mean, I, I did my whole course with it, and I'm kidding. I, I like things that I know about it, and so it's working pretty well. And that's uh, good. yeah, I just export them, and then when I'm ready, I just publish them. So nice, man. Very yeah. cool. It's awesome. Yeah, man. Thanks. Good job with that stuff. No, I think you should keep it up and. Um uh it's it has it gives you a lot of optionality whether you do a course or something else and it just helps establish authority too now you're looking for you know uh consulting client so if i yeah. were needing help and i came to your twitter and saw videos with you know hundreds of likes or whatever that were explaining things and you explain things really well it it reveals a lot it's like podcasts podcasts are like very good way to build trust online on the internet because you get to there's so much band more is a much higher bandwidth form yep. of communication than sure. even just writing, you know, uh, yeah. and videos are even beyond that. So, yeah, yeah, no, it's really interesting. Um, and I'm, I'm liking, I'm enjoying it. And like I said, it's, it's, you know, I want to continue this. So one of my goals will be to, mm -hmm. to do this for, I don't know. I mean, hopefully for, for a long run, like a mm -hmm. year, but, um, mm -hmm. right now the goal is to do one or two a week, probably awesome, at least man. one, at least one. Um, um, and then do some more other stuff as well, but cool. Yeah. What about the course? Have you been thinking about that at all? Yeah, man, this is like, a <laughs> I, uh, I, part of me is like, I want to create a new course. And part of me says is, uh, you know, I need to, I need to just release a new update for testing live view. Um, there's hmm. enough momentum there. There's enough ask for it. Mm -hmm. Um, like people ask, mm -hmm. is this updated? Is this, you know, up to date, all these things. Um, mm -hmm. so I'm I'm, hmm. I'm starting to work on the I'm starting to work on an update to testing live view. I'm going to change Got the course you. completely. That's the decision I made. I'm not going to re-record okay. the Twitter thing. Um, I'm going to change it to make it something that's more. E each lesson can be more independent. So if I need to update mm -hmm. it in the future, like if forms mm -hmm. change, I can just update the forms videos. Uh, even if I, I update the code base, right? Like updating the code base is not the biggest deal. It's like right now all my videos depend on each other. Sure, we Each used to run into like, that with Embermap for sure. Oh man, it's so hard because you change one thing yep. and then you've all yep. the branches and people are pulling the branches and I have to yep. rebase and force push and so all these all these other things. Dude, by so, the way, I don't think you should use branches for steps in a course ever. I'd stop <laughs> doing that completely for for this very reason. So like, oh, that's a good. If you tip. think about it, um, like Git is used. It's just what is it designed for? It's designed for tracking changes and like. You would think it's like, oh, that's a good fit for something that changed, like a code base. But but you're not. You're publishing lessons. 
that are not changes and you need to be able to change lessons right yeah independently of each other or whatever so i'd recommend not telling people to check out a branch to see lesson three i would just put each let like you could still have one repository with like 10 top level folders for each lesson and that way you know if you fix a typo in a readme or something or a script or a change a css class you don't have to change the git sha for the thing that lesson three pointed to you know what i mean interesting do you um does that mean you you have a different like application for each lesson yes so like i can oh, tell you wow. framer, yeah framer, framer motion recipes um it's right here i'll put it in our slack and um it's well this one actually has it's the same application with eight different pages so if you click on pages you'll see each one of these is their own page I see. um and that way i can change anything about and, and if you go into a page uh -huh. you're gonna see underscore begin.js and underscore end.js and then index and so i can actually run through the thing yeah save it as end and then go to begin and i can copy begin throw it into index and index is where i work and so you can always see the begin and the end the diff is like basically the difference between those two files and then index is what i actually do in the video um so you want all those states i think in the in the project so that you can change them because i found that i need to change them for a variety of reasons and so now they're not locked in a certain git commit or anything like that you know what right. i mean oh and then there's other yeah. other other courses where i have done let me see where i have done separate repos um We've done that a bunch so instead of just all of these being in one app they would just be like eight different apps in the thing like my tailwind course uh oh, from egghead is like yeah. that because you know you have different tailwind configs for each one and, and all that sort of thing so um yeah huh. i think you just go as you go as coarse as you need to and you just use a single repository for it you want to be able to make changes to anything without breaking links to different um different parts of it you know yeah, yeah. So I think I'm, I was thinking about doing it like the I'm gonna redo the test and live course. I'm thinking of doing it more like the recipes here, where each page, mm -hmm. right? Like I'm gonna have different routes and different page. Like right. test, testing forms. This is like the forms page, the forms live view, the forms like right. It won't be related to anything else on the app, right? But they're all exactly. the same Phoenix app, so that if I need to update dependencies, I can update them right. once. Now, um, is there anything you do in the course where I guess this is not really business? We should probably it's fine that we're talking about this, but I think it's good. You, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's good. If you um, is there any a situation is there a situation between your lessons where you need to install dependency? For example, as part of the lesson is like, oh, we're going to bring in form helpers from ThoughtBot or whatever. Um, n no, if I do, I would just do it at the beginning. Like everything needs to depend. It on would that. be a, a step or any global config. You're like, oh, we actually need to come to you know, live view dot Jason and add this to make this work. Trying to think off the top of my head. I can't remember, but that could happen. It's possible. So if, there is, if that is a case, then you do want to do the separate, potentially the separate apps. Um, because you, again, you want to be able to go from beginning to end within an app. And if you update a global config in lesson seven, it's going to change everything for everyone then, else. Yeah, it affects lesson three or whatever. So, um, but if you, you might be able to constrain it and, and just do it within the single app so you can update the dependencies easily. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I appreciate that. That's that's really helpful. And I, so I think that this makes sense. And, the, you know, not using Git, because I was still going to use Git, I think. I was trying to figure out, like, Git, I was going to do the beginning state and then have the branch at the end state. Um, it's, 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 it's also, I think, if you're the learner, 
checking out things, it's confusing. Like Git is confusing. Git is just a confusing interface to using like things. I love Git. You're I know sitting people, there. People I know, it, but you but already have it. your project. Yeah. Git yeah, is yeah. amazing. Don't get me wrong, but you already have your project and you're already looking at files and folders. And now you have yeah. to open a terminal. I mean, I've mentored people who like have the terminal open on another screen. So like they swipe over and the terminal's on another screen. <laughs> and then they, you, yeah. you know, they don't just, I pop open my embedded terminal in VS Code. You use, uh, you yeah, know, tmux and all that stuff so a lot of people don't don't do that sort of that's thing. true so it's yeah. it's what's easier than just clicking a folder right or opening a new folder it's just it's it's one less point of friction for learners cool yeah i appreciate that 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 actually makes yeah. sense that makes a lot of yeah. sense okay cool cool so um, do you I, have like a do you have a have you like scoped the work at all no no i mean i i've outlined the number of lessons and it's incredible how courses grow. I'm like, I'm only going to do yeah. this. And it's like already yeah. 10 lessons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so that scares me a little bit because it took me a really long time to record. I don't know how many lessons I have. I think I have 20 lessons now. Um, maybe not so many. Um, so, so there's a little concern there. But again, I think not again. Okay. So I think I'm hoping <laughs> this is so noncommittal. I'm hoping I can do this in the next six months. Like, I don't want this. My appetite for this is definitely not a year. I don't, right. don't want to be at the end of 2023 and say, oh, I finally updated Testing Live View. Right. Like, that's just not what I want to do because I want to do right. other courses. I want to build other things. Um, and so to me, my appetite for this is between three and six months. Yeah. So I am going to do whatever it takes um, in terms of scoping the course to, to try to fit it there. Now I have real limitations. Like I'm still doing kind of part-time work. We have a new baby. New baby. So like, <laughs> yeah, it's not like I'm doing part-time work and the other half of my time I'm doing the course. Um, sure. No, I'm like going and, and helping with the baby and helping with the kids. Sure. Um, uh, Lauren's also going to start with her semester again. Lauren's my wife, okay. for those who don't know. Uh, so, mm -hmm. you know, she's, so, so we're going to even have more constraints on our time. So mm -hmm. I really need to, to, to make sure uh, that the scope is is clear um, and that I'm cutting it as much as possible. Uh, mm -hmm. And and again, this is I think also people like this like about my testing live view course. I made the 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 lessons the most essential. Like I was trying to make each lesson mm -hmm. like ten minutes, something that you could watch before you go to work, and not like right. an hour long video that you can like right. that you have to like uh, keep referencing and stuff like that. So right. that's going to be my goal. Creating short videos is hard, but maybe maybe I'm getting practice with uh, with my short. <laughs> Twitter yeah. videos. So are you using the same curriculum in the existing course? What do you mean by curriculum? Like you already have the lessons, the content of the lessons Got it. in the beginning um, and the end and what, what how you're teaching it. Partially. So like there's going to be things that overlap, but I'm not going to build a Twitter clone. Oh, right? then that's what you did in, in your... Mm, yeah. And that's so right. We, that's right. That's yeah. Right. We tested the Twitter clone, which was great. I loved it. Uh, it allowed me to teach some things that are not really live view related necessarily. Mm -hmm. um, but it, it's just, but those things are like outside the scope of testing live view and they're, you know, they, they take okay, a lot of so time. Okay, so this is a new, this is a new course then. Yeah, it's going to be, course. it's going to be pretty new. But I would say um, a good 80% is going to be shared in terms of That's like good. The, the core of the the fundamentals, the core of the course, you know, because it, it is testing live view. It's like, right. how do so we you, test forms? The, how do we test uploads? Right. How do we test interactions with a page? How do we do nav right. navigation? Like all those things. Right. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So, yeah, there should be some of that stuff. Cool, man. Um, um, yeah, man. 
I, I think the three to six month thing is hard to conceive of. It's too big. So <laughs> I'm going to do it. Not, I'm, I'm not saying, it. I'm not saying you're not going to do it. I'm saying it's hard to conceive of, of it. Like, yeah. so I think it's too big of a time frame to consider like in your mind on mm -hmm. a regular basis. And, um, if I learned anything, the only way to do this is with, with deadlines that you take seriously. So I yeah. wonder if you could break up. I wonder if you could use this podcast as like a fake boss. There needs to be some way you commit and take it seriously. Um, and so you can get a sense from, from how much work you need and, and when you, what, what scope you need to cut to hit that appetite deadline of like three to six months. Right. So, yeah, yeah I wonder if you could think about that. I wonder if you could, can you think about it now? Yeah, this is in terms this is what of the first do. step, like basically the next week. I mean, Adam always said with courses, you build your list, you work on it every week. And if, if you're working on it, you have interesting things to share at the end of the week. That's what you email the list. And yep. um, then you get a sense for your velocity, right? Yeah. And where it will be a month or two or three months from now. Yeah, what I want to do, um, and I appreciate you, you sort of pushing on uh, actual work. Um, what I want to do is plan a couple of the lessons like write out because i usually write out the notes mm -hmm. basically what become the notes for the for the lesson mm -hmm. um so i'm going to do that for a couple of them uh maybe and, and so you know hopefully yeah, all right so by next friday i'll make it a priority to write out at least one of the lessons um so have it outlined yeah not outlined but fully fleshed okay to, to a place where i could record the lesson and the reason why i can okay. say that is because i have I'm going to base them off my previous lessons, right? Like I have mm -hmm. already a lot of the notes. Um, mm -hmm. I think a lot of the time that I don't know, like actually building the app and testing it is going to take a little bit of time because I have to build a different app and I have to think of scenarios for each lesson. Mm -hmm. um, so that, that'll that take a little bit of time. But, mm -hmm. but for sure, I want to plan out the lessons. I want to see how much I can plan for next Friday, but I should uh, to commit myself to doing something and moving this forward. I'm going to plan at least the first lesson. Um, cool hopefully more but yeah i, I can come cool. to that awesome sounds good man thanks man but uh yeah let's let's switch it to you because i've been taking a lot of time uh, no on problem. my side no, it's good it's good to catch up yeah i mean kind of same old with me uh so, you know uh we had our, our planning session at the beginning of the year and we're trying not to get distracted from like the content stuff because it's the most important so our goals right now are like one build dry video a week one youtube video a week and okay. um, just locking that in. And then our podcast, like being more consistent with our podcast. So that's kind of, uh, I think that's enough for now, more than enough mm -hmm. for for um, that aspect of the funnel, I guess. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's still a lot of work with the consulting stuff. So uh, we're not quite there yet, I guess. We, well, I guess this was the first full week um, and I'm, planning on recording a YouTube video today. So uh, we had to build your video go out. We, and um, yeah, so that's kind of like the next four weeks what we're focused on. Um, we published the last video of our frame of motion course in December. So we sent an email out about that. Yeah. And um, got some signups this week from that. So that was good. But it's just yeah, yeah. A slow. It's just a slow. It's a, it's a slow um, growth process, right? So yeah, I, I wanted to ask about that. I know you sent out the email because I'm in the email list. Um, nice. How did that go in terms of because I, I know you were waiting, right? You transitioned from a course to build UI. Right. And we were right. sort of waiting for the course to be finished. Right. We right. <laughs> include right. myself there. We were sort yeah. of waiting. Um, 
so that you could like sort of announcement and sort announce. of finally do the the release right of the course if right. you will how did right. that go do you feel like y'all did enough for that I, or i think it was fine i mean it, it kind of is like there was no big release because people on the list had already heard about it and watched yeah. the free videos. And then some people decided it was time to buy. And then, um, people who haven't heard about it, I don't know. I mean, I've been talking about it on Twitter, so there was no real big release. You know, we didn't really like do the whole compress the spring. There's a lot of the stuff that, you know, when you do have a big launch, you're supposed to do create some urgency, some reason to nudge people to buy, whether it's a sale, or right. you know you get this or that if you sign up now mm -hmm. um like a whole sales page we kind of just still have our website because again i think the videos are just important so the website itself is not like yeah. a landing page for a course we are going to be adding course pages yeah for each oh, cool. course that would be good ui that overviews the course and has testimonials and um we don't have that yet so yeah, I just wanted to get it done and check it off and just keep moving and get to the next video. So that's that was kind of I mean, it still did bring in subscriptions. Uh so yeah. that was good. But um Yeah. Is it, it wasn't a big launch, you know. We still haven't really that's not really what we're that's not really what we're trying to do, I guess. Yeah. So. Is there any sense in in maybe trying to make it a bigger splash like just because you've put all the effort, the course mm -hmm. is finally here? Remember how we talked about this, where like you put all this effort into your videos and then it's just like a small tweet of like, yeah, I did this well, thing kind of. Yeah, I think I think that's like I also want to start trying this small Twitter video stuff and using the sawdust from our videos mm -hmm. um, as a way to like put more volume of content out there, get people, you know, to see it. Yeah. But like the, we are getting new subscribers. If we keep getting new subscribers at the same rate, like. I guess it'd be good to get them faster, but um, I just I just don't feel comfortable right now not having one Build UI video a week and one YouTube video a week. And so that's just on the top of my mind. Um, yeah. So I don't know if that's good or bad, but that's, that's just what I wanna focus on and not think, I find that I get really killed with the context switching and trying to think strategically about, okay, how can we make a bigger splash or what can we do to cut this up? It just, it find it hard to do that and also do my other stuff that I need to do, if that makes sense. Yeah, for uh, sure. I mean, I, I would say, I think that, like you said, the uh, one video a week, build UI, one video a week on YouTube, are your priorities, that makes sense to yeah. me. Um, I guess I push because I know we're developers, it's easy for us to, do the building, which includes your website, includes the videos, includes all the stuff. And it's hard for us to do the marketing side of things. And, you know, I, I don't know. There may be like all the people who needed to hear about the course being released have heard about it. Um, like that's possible. And so maybe you don't need to do anything no, else. It's definitely but it could be possible. something good that like, um, yeah. like, hey, you know, we, we, we finished. Like we, we built, like you, this course is now fully available in Build UI. I don't know. I think that is what we emailed to the list. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to, I have, a, I'm going to do a tweet thread about the course for sure. Nice. You know? Okay. Um, yeah. Have you definitely. mentioned your YouTube videos? You do, right? I have mentioned it. And I also have a YouTube video plan where I'm going to go over like five top five things I learned from making the course. And then oh, basically nice. say at the end, if you like this, check out the course. And yes, I have done gotcha. YouTubes where I basically say that 
at the end, if you like this stuff, I've made a bunch of more stuff. You, I think you'll find it interesting. If you th found this interesting, check it out, build UI. So that's that's kind of like the play in terms of the, the longer term top of marketing stuff, top of funnel cool. marketing stuff. So that's why I want to get just get consistent at YouTube. Then I can get better about like linking things and putting cards at the end of the videos and you know oh yeah that yeah it just i find i see the foundation as a consistency which we haven't quite hit yet and so that's kind of where my mind's at okay okay that's fair okay gotcha but so, i appreciate the the thoughts and uh yeah i i i have a i'm gonna do a short twitter video today on a little code snippet that i made and so i want to also get better at that nice nice yeah dude you gotta you gotta be okay with being silly yep mm -hmm. can't be too totally. too polished <laughs> no i don't know to um, no for sure for sure okay and uh, how many uh, do you want to i don't know if you're i don't know how long you will feel comfortable releasing in terms of like your subscribers and stuff how many subscribers do you have now yeah no i i can release that that's fine it's it's you know it's five or ten more than last time basically i mean we basically are getting around five a week um, that's pretty awesome it's nice um i have this uh awesome stripe widget on my phone and it tells me my mrr which is pretty awesome oh wow and that's, that's from awesome. both ember map and um build ui yeah. and it's 6300 i think it's a little bit more because it hasn't um updated from like today we had two subscribers today so that'll be nice when that gets like ten thousand. but you know it's it'd be nice if i could just make it build ui because that's what i really care about but build ui is at 1682 and we have 63 subscribers that's awesome, dude. Congrats. Yeah. yeah. That's really cool. That is really cool. Yeah. And we were looking at how long it took us to get to 1500 MRR with Ember Map. And mm. it took a lot longer than, you know, we've basically been at it this October, middle of October. So it's not even been three months, right? No, it's been three months, almost four months, three and a half months with like the holidays and everything. October, November, November to December. No, no, no. Two, two and a half months. <laughs> Yeah, November. Right? So you say October, November, December, January. October fifteenth. Three months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So all, it's going to be three months, months, like in two weeks. So yeah, um, yeah, fifteen hundred MRR so far. So that's awesome, man. Um, yeah. that's really cool. That's really cool. Do you, do you know where people are coming from and signing up? Do you have any sense of that? Like, do Good people question. come from your YouTube or from your Twitter or from some other random? I've, from what I've heard, it's been a couple of all of that. Um. Some people found out about me from my next comp talk. So that's something else I want to do. Um, apply to speak at Remix Conf. Um, Interesting. I, I wonder how, yeah, I wonder if these things are, it'd be nice to see where people are coming from so you can double down, right? Yeah. In those, uh -huh. in those areas. Um, I wonder if conferences bring a lot. Of, I mean, I don't know. Conferences are like a mixed bag because you you might not be able to attribute them perfectly, but people might still find out, and it might exactly. be really good anyway. Yeah, I think conferences and meetups are good. They were good for us in the Ember days. I, I do miss that a lot. I think it's like, yeah. I think I better at that and in person stuff relative yeah. to my online stuff. Yeah. Uh, so I, I do miss that. Um, but no, I think again, this is where kind of what I was talking about with like just throwing a stone in the ocean or like pushing an inch in every direction. Yeah. I, I don't want to go down this circle of like, I should this, 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 is that some people yeah. comes naturally. It's easier for whatever reason. It's hard for me. So I, I just want to focus on the videos right now. I think they're the biggest impact thing that I can do. 
um, yeah. and figuring out how to just scope them down. It's good. I, I, I my consulting client, uh, well, it, it doesn't matter. I'm going to be on their YouTube channel, but I, I work for, I do, we do work with Vercel right now and we're helping with some videos and, um, huh. we, they were helping out with some short videos and I try to make like a two minute video for Twitter. Uh, yeah, I didn't realize at the time I was going to go on YouTube, but I was trying very hard to make a, a two minute video and it was like a five and a half minute video the first time. So <laughs> it was a good lesson. And like, I try to make a five or seven minute video for YouTube and it always comes out 15 minutes. So this is going to be a good forcing function. And so, um, maybe I'll just learn how to kind of up the, up the volume and, and make it smaller in scope, you know? Yeah. 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 It's, it's not, yeah, it's not always easy. I had one video that was three minutes, I think, and I had to cut a whole bunch of stuff, uh, to, to make yeah. it fit into two minutes. Yeah. So, yeah, man. Um, I think that's it for me. I got, I got to jump off and, uh, help Ryan here in a second, but, um, uh, I'm going to, I need to record a YouTube video. Unfortunately, it's Friday, so it would be nice if it was earlier because it probably is going to go out tomorrow. But I did have a Build UI video this week, YouTube video tomorrow. I'm also going to make a little Twitter video today. And um, we recorded Oof. our podcast this week. So that's going to be my that's going to be my four checklist thing to do. And I'd love to use this to kind of report that every week because it helps me to just put it out there and commit to it. So cool. All right, we'll hold you to it. YouTube video, cool. build UI YouTube video. YouTube video, build UI video, Twitter video, and a podcast, a front of first <laughs> podcast. That's 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 a lot, my friend. That's a lot. It's not a lot. It's not a lot. That's the thing. It's not. It, but plus consulting. Like, if you were just doing well, that. Well, yeah, of course. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Then that's I should be doing I mean. twice as much. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. No, man. Take care of your health. No, but too. it's a, important. Of course. It's it's not about time or hard work. It's about using it time effectively. You know, it's it's yeah. about being smart about my time. The Twitter video should take five minutes, right? It's not going to the first time I do it, but it should take five minutes. Um, it might take half an hour, right? Between the recording and editing you and know. exporting sure. it. And yeah, yeah, yeah. The biggest levers I have to pull are like the YouTube videos because I can make those a lot shorter and still really interesting or just different in scope, you know? Yeah. And um, so there's a lot of levers to pull. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think the deadlines and the constraints are good, though. So. Cool. All right, man. It's good right. chatting good you episode. in this 2023. Dude, with you. I know. <laughs> I'm excited for the year. But it's hard not to be bummed sometimes about the health thing because I just I want to be firing on all cylinders. But trying to look at the silver lining, the bright yeah. side. And uh, I'm excited about Build UI this year. It's fun to see people joining, talking in the Discord. So I'm I'm pretty fired up about it. Yeah, that's awesome, man. And yeah, to health, this you know, I had the scare last year. We just got to take yeah, care of health. We're we're not those, uh, you know, the twenty year olds anymore. We're not young little <laughs> chickens anymore. That's very true. Yeah, got to actually be intentional about taking care of our body. So absolutely. All right, man. Well, have a good Dude. rest of your day. Good weekend. Say hi to Ryan. And, I uh, will. Always good to chat. Dude, you too. So good to catch up. Happy twenty twenty three, everybody. Happy twenty twenty three. <laughs> all right all see right talk to you next week bye all right bye